Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 93, recorded live on Wednesday, March 11th, 2009. And here are your hosts, the man who's wired more than wire, Dave Pillay. What? <laughs> and and the man who um, has had no caffeine yet today, Andy Lowe. Hi. Oh. I'm too... What? Are you it, it are you went, struggling? It went better in my head than it are, than it, than it came are, out. Are, it, should, you're, we, you're, should we start over? No, no starting no, over. We, we must go on. Oh bullshit! Like we've never started over before. Especially since what was it two episodes ago where it took me three tries to finally yeah. get the intro? Yeah, which I think put us in a good mood for the rest <laughs> of the episode. That that was one of our better episodes of late. <laughs> but you're you're more wired than wire. No. 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 No, that's that's. You're, you're strung out like wire. You're no. more strung out than wire. You could say more strung out than like yesterday's laundry, maybe. But you you can string out wire, you, like a trip generally, wire. Generally, you don't refer to it as stringing out. What would you What would you refer to putting out a long string of wire other than it stringing it out? Depends what I'm doing with it: laying down, setting up. So if you've got up some wire and you're putting it between two trees, you're not stringing it up between the two trees. You're you you could indeed say stringing it up between the two trees. You could also say uh, tying the wire to the trees. Yeah, or I strung out the wire. Okay. So you're more strung out than some wire. Yeah, but you're you didn't say strung out. You said than, more wired than wire. And I know. And then I went to more strung out than wire because that also well, then works. Well, perhaps we should restart with more strung out. No, the show must go on. The trains are moving. No soup for you. The train trains rolling. Trains leaving the station. Train kept a rolling all night long. Train kept a rolling all night. <laughs> You're starting to sing it in your head, aren't you? Uh, it all yeah, too late. I wasn't thinking it originally. I was going with the uh, episode one thing that we did. Nothing. If you're trying to reference earlier episodes, I Your only have sucks. a small wind. <laughs> I do remember that from the first episode. Yes, well, this is also from the first episode when oh. I did the introduction. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Hi, Dave. How was your week? Um, short. How was closing Circuit City? The last day was actually kind of fun because there was, like, nothing left. Yeah? It was kind of funny. Uh, cameras went down to 50%. We had... 50, 50 um, or 15? 50% off was the final day okay. for the cameras. We okay. had 40 cameras in the boxes when we opened up. By 11 o'clock, we had sold out of everything except uh, a couple of the Panasonics. And by 1 o'clock, we had sold out of all the Ooh. cameras in the store. Cool. And there's, there's a program that you can actually look to see what the, the sales figures are for imaging. Mm-hmm. By 1 o'clock, when we opened at 10, so three hours, we sold $5,670 worth of cameras. Nice. And that was at 50% off. So if you think about it, double that, and that would have been the actual price for the cameras. So about $10,000? Yeah, in three hours. Oh, my God. That Saturday was crazy. And then Sunday and Monday, or Sunday, it's just like, okay, we're all sitting around because it's all our final days. We're all trying to rack up as many hours as possible. Right. And the only thing left are like fixtures and not even like good fixtures. <laughs> like I sold, a couple fixtures. Of, I sold a couple of screwdrivers for 50 cents each. And then the last guy in the store, we were all sitting around there. We're trying to sell the last of our stock, which is basically crappy CDs. The floor manager goes, I'll sell you the entire rest of the stock for uh, 
uh, what did he say, like 39 bucks? <laughs> and the guy's like, okay. And I'm like, I'll sell you this table because it's, it's like a, it's either an eight or a 10 foot long folding table. Mm-hmm. So it's a big table. And I'm like, I'll sell you the table for 10 bucks and I'll throw everything that's on the table in, which was all the rest of the fixtures. Wow. And the guy's like, okay. And so I literally like, I even gave him the tablecloth that said Circuit City on it. Nice. And we're like, okay, we're done. There's nothing left in the store. Wow. Somebody called up too after, I guess, after all of us had left, but some of the fixture taker down people were still there. And somebody called up and they're like, what time you guys open till? And they're like, um, we're closed now. We're sold out. We're, we're sold out of everything. Permanently. She's like, well, how come you didn't stay open? Because there's nothing left to sell. <laughs> Your bodies. I mean, um, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Circuit City's not Craigslist. No. What? Are, no. are you sad that Circuit City's not Craigslist? No, I, I'm not. In fact, I'm are, pretty glad. Because <laughs> Craigslist is, um, yeah. 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 Oh, some my. funny things on Craigslist. And also some very, very sad things as well. Ooh. Ow. You okay? Yeah. I just poked myself with a wire that I'm playing with. Are you stringing it up? No. I'm actually trying to clean out the that little ridge around my Model M keyboard. Ah. Uh, because there's a bunch of gunk in there. So, how was your week, Dave? Um, pretty good. D&D is fun. Well, duh. D&D is That's a That's like lot saying of fun. sky is blue. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really enjoying being the DM. Now, are you uh, how are how are you DMing? Cuz there's I think there's basically for me there's three types of DMs. Yeah. There's the I'm going to kill the group DM. Mhm. There's the, we'll play the game by the rules and see what happens. And then there's the third DM, which kind of throws some of the rules out the window if it makes the um, experience more enjoyable. Hmm. I'm somewhere between the second and third. Okay, so you're not killing the group. That's at least a plus. I, I, this is my, what I try to do. I try to make the battles difficult, but not impossible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, something that we never really realized when we were playing it as players, you and I, character death is not the end of the character. No, you can, you can, uh, sacrifice some XP and get them uh, rejuvenated. Yeah, and now there's, I don't think there's even an XP penalty. It's just resing is like 650 gold. Oh, dude. And there might be a penalty. So really, I, I want my players to live, but if they die... And the really funny part is I know at least one, possibly two, possibly three of my players listen to this. But, yeah, that's why we're not going to actually talk about what's there are going no, to happen. There's no sex in the champagne room. Uh, Capricorn, if, you're going to die. They, what? Gemini, you're going to die twice. Uh, the, if they the, die, they die. And I've actually got some contingency plans. If you know, I, I don't want to kill them. I do at times feel sympathy for my monsters and feel like they deserve to deal more damage to the players. You feel sympathy for the enemy? No, see, I'm the DM though. I don't have enemies. That is true. You're kind of omnipotent. I I don't see the party as the enemy, but I don't see the monsters as the enemy. I see the monsters as the party's enemy. Now, how do you do? Does the so how do you how do you play your monsters? Do you have them go for the ones who do the most damage, or do you go for the the closest person, or what? There are are guidelines in D and D four. 
There are? Yeah, so it, it kind of depends on the monster. Like, a mindless beast is not going to have the intelligence to, to go after, say, the wizard. Unless the wizard is right next to it or something. or is, is it, it just kind of depends on the situation. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, if, if I get a, a rat swarm and a player is standing on the rat swarm, the rat swarm isn't going to leave and go to a different player. It's going to attack what's right there. I'm glad they have guidelines, though, because there's some of those times you're just like, wait, why is the... Right. And then beyond that, there's a lot of uh, kind of crowd control spells. Okay. What are So, for instance, uh, a paladin can issue a divine challenge that usually focuses whatever creature's attention to it. Oh, it's like and a if, yeah, it, it, shout. It's, it's an aggro. There are aggro management spells now. Well, that's, that's kind of <laughs> kinda cool, actually. Yeah, and in fact, the paladin one is really kind of beastly, because if the creature doesn't attack the paladin, they take damage. Oh. If they attack something else, they take damage. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I mean, even that, you, you know, at certain points, the monster will not attack the paladin. If it's a beast, then it just might not be smart enough to realize it's going to take damage if it doesn't attack the paladin. If it's an intelligent creature, then you can write it off as saying it's smart enough to know the trade-off of not attacking the paladin that just challenged it versus attacking something that's going to kill it. Okay. So it, there, there are different ways of working it. I think everyone should try a hand at DMing sometime. You should. I think you'd do fine at it. I had a whole story of my guy for... That yeah, could incorporate that's... into it. No, I, I honestly had a, um, I had a, a campaign based off of basically three hundred. Interesting. You'll have to tell me about it. Perhaps well, I will. it was kind of like three hundred meets Left for Dead in a D and D campaign. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, I know, and I, I thought it was pretty cool. I think Wheeler, if he remembers it, would probably agree with me that it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it though, and and at some point I'd like to talk to you and tell you what I've got going on and get your input on what I should do with my players. Well, I I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, well, but we we actually have a podcast to run. I know, but I'm I'm saying beyond the podcast, I'm not going anywhere. True. You you do have my phone number. Yes, I do, and, and it's just like I kind of keep forgetting that you're out there. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. It's harder when you're not around. Yeah, I, I, I'm used to seeing you le- once, maybe twice a week. I, I'm sorry, but... Um... Like, hey, Andy, let's go for dinner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a little harder now. Yes. Hey, Andy, let's go for dinner. I'm in Kalamazoo. Fuck. We can go for dinner. You can go to one restaurant. I'll go to another. Right. I wonder if we, we could try that sometime. Like, find a restaurant with wireless and record from the restaurant. That'd be kind of odd. The background noise would be terrible. It would sound like we're recording in a crowded restaurant. Yeah. Actually, it would be two crowded restaurants. Oh, God. So it would be like one super crowded restaurant. Oh, no. Yeah, there's there's no way I'd be able to get rid of that background noise at all. I, I don't think you would even try. No. i try and dull it down a bit, but... Yeah, but you, you can't get rid of it. No. No, 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 no. I'm trying to think of a segue from that, but I can't. I yeah, I'm 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 um, So the top 100 best games to play today. Yes. This is I I imagine kind of difficult for you having given up gaming for Lent. Well, yeah, I know, but still most of these games I haven't <laughs> played ever. Yeah. Well, there's 100 games here. I mean, that's a lot. I know, but um 
even in the first... Okay, I played one. There's two. I think in the first ten, I've played, like, half of them. I've played two of the first ten. We're not going to go through all... So, no, I'm just scrolling through. Oh, that's yeah, three. What, what sort of games are in here, Andy? Four. There, there's a whole bunch of games. Things ranging from SingStar and that sort of game, all the way back till Doom 2 and some of the other earlier games as well. And what a surprise. Legends of Zelda, Ornica of Time, was Ocarina. number one. Whatever. See, here's my, my what I found really weird. Ocarina of Time is number one. Yeah. Majora's Mask is number 77. Is there a difference between the two of them? The story, but, I mean, the gameplay was almost identical as far as I know. Well, yeah, but be, the the first one um, is kind of... Uh, da, 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 da. Puzzle Quest is number 74. Yeah, that was no. a good game. Oh, there's, yeah, there's Puzzle Quest, all right. Frequency, I remember playing that one, like, once. Uh, I have Amplitude, which was the sequel. Oh, okay. Maybe it was Amplitude that I played. Probably, because you probably played it at my place. I still need to play Shadow of the Colossus. I need to find that. Oh, play well, you that can't game. play it until uh, I know. Like Easter? I know. April, what, April 15th, 16th, well, something the right around there? It is a Thursday, and that's Passover. The 9th is a Friday. That's Good Friday. That's, so I think that's the 11th, then. Uh, 12th is Sunday. Easter Sunday is the 12th, then. Friday's the 9th. Saturday's the 10th. Sunday is the... No, I thought April 1st was a Wednesday. Yes, April 1st is a... Or, yeah, this, April, this is Wednesday. Oh. Wednesday's the 8th, Perhaps. Thursday's the 9th, Friday's the 10th, Saturday's the 11th, okay. and Sunday's 12th. So I do have that Friday off then. <laughs> the 9th is that Thursday. That's the first night of Passover. Okay. Are you, going to, are you going to be in uh, this half of the state for that weekend? Um, Maybe... Because you you know what's on oh, the Oh, wait, night. no, no. Easter weekend? No. No? No. Our uh, family's going up to, to uh, Traverse City. When? Easter weekend. Well, well, right, but what part of the weekend? Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Or probably uh, just Saturday, Sunday, one of the two. But there's I'm not going to drive over and then back and then over and then back and then up and then back. So no no Passover this year? Well I well no I, that was that was the first over. Okay. I thought you meant like go over Thursday, come back, go over Friday, come back. Well, or actually no. Thursday, Friday, over. I don't know. Passover, I gotta figure it out. Passover starts that Thursday I think that Thursday night. It might actually be that Wednesday night. Hang on. I have to look up. <laughs> Dave, do you even eat kosher food? Yes. Okay. Do I eat exclusively kosher food? No. <laughs> I'm not kosher. Are you kidding? I do have to say, though, the Hebrew, na- uh, Hebrew Nation hot dogs are really tasty. Hebrew the... Nation hot dogs. Yeah, the hot dogs that are kosher. You've, okay. You've never had the, the kosher hot dogs? I, I have not. No. Or I may have, but I, I don't know it. Okay, yes, Pesach this year is uh, April 8th at nightfall, like sunset of April 8th. So that means that's the Wednesday. So... I'm kind of lobbying to my parents to have second night Seder. What? Well, Passover is like a week-long holiday. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. So, Puzzle uh, Bobble. What? Sorry, I'm going through the list still. Still going through that list. I'm at number 60, and I've got like six games so far, but Puzzle Bobble's on there. I love that game. You only have six games in the, 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 from 60 to 99 or 60 to 100? Yeah, oh, there's uh, Counter-Strike. There's another one. 
There's probably a couple other there I skipped the over. Page? Are you kidding? I these games I have never played. Chrono Trigger. Nope. Smash Brothers Brawl. Well, once. Lemmings. Lemmings I have played. That's why I said Lemmings. Robotron. Nope. You never played Robotron. Nope. It was the first. I think yeah, it was the first dual joystick game. Do you know why it was dual joystick? One was shooting, the other one was moving your guy around. Right, but why did they do it that way instead of just uh, like a joystick and a button to fire? I have no idea. The engineer had broken his arm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Monkey Ball, Starcraft. Splinter Cell, though, is on here, and I've actually got those games sitting at home, I think. Mm hmm. Because I've been wanting to play the entire Splinter Cell series because it seems like it'd be fun. <laughs> Because I like the, I like the sneaky games. Here's one, number thirty-four, Bioshock. This is a nice segue, don't you think? Um, sure. There's something in the sea. Oh, that stupid website thing. One of those stupid. I think it's a really well done site. It's a really long frickin' URL. I'm not even gonna try typing it. I have to go over here just to grab something the... in the sea dot com. Is a really friggin' long URL. Oh, I thought it was there is something. You see, this is how much I pay attention to this thing. No, it's, it's just somethinginthesea.com. Somethinginthesea.com. Oh, because theirs is such a long word, too. But still, look at the size of that URL. It's a long URL. All right. We could shorten it. Wait. Yes, I know. That, <laughs> that's a segue. Yeah, but we, we actually we, we want to talk about this, don't we? Well, what's there to talk about? Um... What it is? What's going on? It's a... I don't even know what you want to call it. Teaser? Yeah. For what? I'm guessing Bioshock 2. Yes. I'm so looking forward to this. What? I. But the ending of Bioshock 1 was... Pretty final. Yeah. From the looks of it. But, I mean, I, I have to think back and remember, it really wasn't. <clears throat> what do you mean it wasn't? It wasn't very final. Did, Rapture is still there. It's not I like know. the place blew up. But you finished the game, right? Yes. You had the, the, the good you, ending, I think. Yeah, the good ending and the bad ending seemed kind of definitive. Yeah, but it's not. How so? All right, so first off, uh, we need to make the claim of spoilers right now. Just yes. in case someone hasn't played Bioshock. Uh, if you have not played Bioshock, I'd skip ahead in the podcast. We can't even tell you how far to skip ahead because we have no idea how long this is going to last. Yeah, maybe Andy can do some editing and insert like a skip ahead for five minutes. <laughs> like I actually do that sort of stuff. I don't know. So, all right, tell me if, if I remember this correctly. At the all end right. of Bioshock, the good ending. The good take, ending. You take the little sisters mm -hmm. and you leave Rapture. Yes. And that, that was basically the end. It's like you leave Rapture. You leave Rapture. The girls grow up. Some of them get married. Right. And then on your deathbed, you can tell it's your deathbed because your um, tattoo is all wrinkly and you're in a hospital bed. Okay. There's a bunch of other girl hands that fall on top of yours. Okay. So that one is um, pretty definitive that you're going to die. All the girls grow up and survive and take care right. of you, something like that. The bad ending is... You... Um, I what is actually it? I, haven't played the bad ending. So if I remember correctly, it's something about literally like taking over a boat or a submarine with a bunch of splicers or something like that. Okay. I don't, I don't remember the bad well, ending that, that much. That hardly seems definitive in itself. Yeah. 
Um, but, but the good either, ending seems to be very definitive. See, but it's not because either way, there's still like a bunch of shit that hasn't been wrapped up. What happens to Rapture? What happens to all the people living in Rapture? What people? There was just random splicers. The place seemed like yeah, a ghost town. In the parts that you were in, Rapture was a huge city. Beyond that, uh, if you actually read through the stuff on this website, the Something in the Sea, yeah, it talks about kidnappings of little girls. With the red lights and the, I guess, big brothers or big sisters. Big sister. Instead of the big daddy, it's got to be a big sister. Who can run really fast. Amazonian, as they say. I was going to say run really fast. You didn't have to... Well, it's a, it's a like seven foot tall woman wearing armor and diving suit shit. And so, yeah. Um, so there's plenty of stuff still open for them to, to work with. You also realize this is um, taking place in 19, what is it, 67? 67, yep. When did the first Bioshock take Well, we don't really know, do we? Uh, it was in the, the mid-60s, I think. Okay. Might have been earlier. Well, it had to be earlier than the 60s, since these are all happening in the 60s. Yeah. Well, it could have been, like, 65. I don't know. You did crash your car, or the plane, so you were doing, what, transcontinental flights at that time. Uh, transatlantic. Yes, that that's what I meant. The trans, that's not overland. Yeah, Transoceanic. Yes, thank you. Yeah, because uh, transcontinental would be from New York to L.A. L.A. So hang on, I'm I'm looking up to see if I can find the setting. Ah, Civ Four. I've played that. I World, hope so. World of Warcraft played that. Metroid never played. Street Fighter Four. Don't want to touch that with a ten. Set in an alternate history 1960, the game places the player in the role of a plane crash survivor named Jack. Okay, so it was the 1960s, so this one would be basically 1970s-ish. Well, this one's 1967. It's it's a little later. Within eight months, you'll be playing Bioshock 2. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Where do you see this? I'm just the Edge Online's next article. Next GTA oh. episode arrived before November, and uh, Bioshock 2 as well before November. Yes. They have not announced what system it will be for. Well, why didn't what was it? Uh, they all? have to go multi-platform. Well, of I mean, course, the last one was multi-platform. Uh, not originally. Well, no, yeah, because the PS3 was just slightly behind the curve. It it was only recently that they released it for the PS3. But they also released it with the uh, challenge maps, right? I think so. All right, so back to these games. <laughs> I don't agree with some of these. I don't think Fable Two belongs in the top hundred. Probably not. But this is also. Yeah, The Edge is a uh, UK magazine. Mm. So maybe... Damn, Peter Molyneux. Is black and white in there at all? Nope. Yeah, see, I'd rather have black and white in there than Fable 2. I don't know. I tried playing black and white, and it Portal just... also belongs much further up than 43. Or rather, much closer to 1. Well, it's, yeah, there's not really been a first-person puzzle game ever. Except Portal. Yeah. Starcraft's <laughs> at... 38, wow. Yeah. So, okay, enough about this top 100. Fine. Team Fortress 2. Enough about the top Okay, 100. I'm closing it. Oh, and uh, if you're trying to, like, skip around and find out where we stopped talking about Bioshock, we're done with it. Yeah. So instead of the 100 games to play a day, how about the 64 games that are 4K or less? Yeah, what is, what is the 4K of what? 4 kilobytes of memory. Oh, 
These are full games, some of them actually pretty good. That I kept on playing the bridge four game. Kilobytes. The bridge game is hard. Bridge 4K? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. Because it, it's kind of like uh, World of Goo a bit, basically. Which also was very hard. But that's... Finally, you can experience the thrill of driving a bus from Tucson, Arizona to Las Vegas, Nevada in real time. Somebody made Desert Bus 4K? Yep. Oh. It's just called Desert Bus. <laughs> oh, that is funny. But yeah, I I thought it was an interesting set to post. You're all because you could probably play all these online, couldn't you? I think so. Yeah, this bridge is gonna break, and like there it thing. goes. They're all Java, so you can. I mean, yeah, and they're 4K, which means on a 28K modem, it should still take less than a second. So was this just some contest that somebody had, or what? Yeah, it's it's actually an annual contest. And you can see at the top of the page there are some games from the previous competitions from 2005 on. Oh, okay, I get you. So it's, it's just people get, you know, you do it in Java, you can use whatever you want, but the end thing has to be 4K or less. Pac-Man Pitfall. <laughs> All right, so what else do we have, Andy? Sorry, I'm still looking through this list. You What's with the lists that we have today? I don't know. Today's a, a list day. I'm trying to find something that we also our, has a list. We do have our own list to get through, though. I know. It's not a list, but it's a series of cards. What? Trivial Pursuit. That wasn't a list at all. It, well, each card has a little list on it. Right, okay. Right? Sure. So is this a um, is it a multiplayer game, or is it oh, a classic single-player experience? And a Fax and Friends edition? Yeah, players score based on team responses and guessing the opponent's team's ability to answer the question correctly. Huh. So you're, like, wagering on whether they'll be able to answer correctly? You see, the one problem with these things, especially with Trivial Pursuit and, mm-hmm. like, things like Jeopardy and stuff... It, they used to have going Je- to be multiple choice. Yeah. You're not going to get free response, kind no. of. No, and it, once if you have choices... It makes it much easier. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I'll just go with the regular Trivial Pursuit, thank you very much. Or Trivial Pursuit 80s or 90s or... Star uh, Star Wars. Star Wars or something like that. Also about cards. iTunes gift cards. They've been hacked. Oops. Well, (laughs) let's let's be clear. The card itself has not been hacked. The algorithm... It's not that if if you plug one of these cards in and put the number in your computer, you're going to get a virus or something. No, no. That would be kind of funny, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that's possible. Uh, no, what happened was, you know, there's, there's some computer algorithm that generates the numbers for the cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the same thing with uh, uh, codes for registering software. Or the uh, codes that are under the caps for the Coke points. Or the code on your credit card. That's an algorithm? Yeah, there's, that's, I mean, some of it's based on the bank. But beyond that, some of it's there's an algorithm. Is there an algorithm That's, for our license numbers at all? License driver's license, license plates? No, driver's license. Oh, driver's license, probably. Um, and the reason, it, I mean, they do stuff like that so that they can check it quickly. That's why, uh, without really even dialing the company, a credit card machine can tell whether or not it's a valid number. 
Oh, so that's why if I accidentally type it in wrong, it says this is it not just says valid. this is not. Yeah, it doesn't even need to check it with the company. It just knows that that doesn't fit the algorithm. Okay, well, that works. So the same thing with the gift cards on iTunes is that they're just printed. They're mass printed with this algorithm, and someone figured out the algorithm. So the question is, what's Apple going to do now? Because you kind of can't. I don't know. I honestly can't figure out what they're going to do. Because, because there, there are legit cards out there right now, and there's no way for them short of having you bring the card into an Apple store. There's no way for them to tell whether the card you're entering is legit or not. I guess now is the time to um, buy Chinese. <laughs> so here's, here's the question. If you buy one of these cards and you get the credit on iTunes, do you own the music legally? Ooh, that's a tough question. Well, it basically, it's just basically like money laundering, right? Is it? It's not counterfeiting. This isn't actual money. Well, no, but it, gift cards, I thought, were classified as in the same category as money for most things. It is not a valid currency. You don't pay taxes on your gift cards. Oh, that is true. Well, there's a good way to do tax evasion. Buy gift cards? Buy a huge gift card. Except you have to pay taxes on whatever you're buying from the gift card. Well, you have to pay the sales tax. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if I wanted to give you some incredible sum of money, yeah, if I give you something like, I think it's over $500, you have to report it on taxes. Okay. Well, I give you a gift card. (laughs) Of over $500. Yeah. I think, actually, at that point, you have to still report it on taxes. Probably. As a gift. Yeah. Well, it would be in the same way as if I actually just gave you $500. Sure. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know what Apple's going to do. Um, well, what can they do? They can either try and crack well, down on the counterfeit cards. Well, the first thing they're going to do is change the algorithm. Yeah, so what they, the question then becomes, what are they going to do with all the cards that are already out there? Right. And that is a serious question. If I were running Apple... I would take the bad press because it would be far better than losing the money and just say if you you know we're not accepting these cards anymore if you have one bring it into your local authorized Apple reseller and they will exchange it for a new one after verifying that it's an actual honest to god Apple card. You know what you said if I worked for Apple? No, I said if I were Apple. Yeah, if I were in charge of Apple. All I could think of in my head was if I was a rich man. If I were in charge of Apple. We've already gone over this. I know. If I were a rich man. Okay. Right, we're not allowed to sing. Speaking of music and music videos... Uh, okay, I was going to go with the Apple route, but yes, music videos. Wait, there's another Apple story? Yes, there is, the very bottom of the list. Oh, damn, we should have gone with that Apple story first before the other one. Well, see, we moved from the, the, what did we move from? We moved from Trivial Pursuit and Cards to the iTunes gift card oh. to the Apple iTunes shuffle, the new shuffle. Yes, all right, let's go, let's go to the shuffle. there we can do the music music videos. All right, we'll go to the new shuffle. That is smaller than a double A battery. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm like literally holding double A batteries here because got spare batteries lying around. 
I'd be afraid of breaking it. That is tiny. Significantly smaller than a AA battery. Yeah, and it has 4 gigs of storage. Well, that's not surprising. No, but... You still get don't get to pick what song you want. <laughs> nope. It, it's just shuffle. Well, and you, you could pick the songs if you wanted to, if you just set it up as a playlist and tell iTunes that you only want that playlist on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did for my podcast, is tell them, hey, I just want the podcast playlist. I, I just did the podcasts. Well, no, but you can't set up the podcast to play oh, you're saying one on after another. No, I, I, I was talking about when I had my Nano. No, 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 the shuffle is different. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing I, I still miss as far as my Zune. Is? The podcast support sucks. On the Zune? Yeah, and on the, the G phone. I'm sorry. I was hoping that there'd Buy an be iPod. good podcast support on here. Buy an iPod so you don't spend an entire flight draining your cell phone battery watching videos so that when you get at the airport... You can call someone. Yes, rather than have your phone be dead. Yep. And good luck trying to find a um, power outlet at the airport. You know, my parents just flew to Argentina, and they flew Air Canada. Air Canada. Canada. I saw that one coming. On each seat back, directly in front of you, was a 120-volt plug and a USB port. Oh, rock on. I'm now looking at flying from Detroit to Toronto to Seattle. How much is that going to cost you? See, that's the thing is it's actually, it might be cheaper. (laughs) You're going to have to go through customs twice. Yep. (laughs) Each way. Oh. It might be worth it. Go. Have you figured out who you're flying with yet or no? I haven't figured out if I'm flying. I might still drive out there. Oh. I might CCST. I have a friend who wants to go and she wants to CCST. You have a friend, quote unquote. Yes, I, I have a friend. Okay. You've met her, in fact. Oh. What I, uh, okay, so the one thing I don't understand, though, is that the, um, the headphones are where the controls are on this thing now. Yes. So, I means I have to use the headphones that come with the shuffle. And if they break, you have to buy new ones. Uh, so I can't use my really nice headphones? No. Well, that kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, you can if you buy an adapter. So the the mini USB or the mini phono will plug into another mini phono, which will plug into the iPod. Yeah, pretty much. the The problem I have with this thing is the, uh, I mean, like they're they're not even selling a music player anymore. <laughs> they're selling storage. No, it's it's a music player. Mm. And you could actually use all your iPods up to now. You can say use the disk space on the iPod is part of the selection for iTunes, one of the options. So you've always had the option of using the uh, iPod as a storage device. Mm, that's I, true. Because that's what I had to do one time when our uh, I was editing something on one of those school computers. And we couldn't get the network to connect for some odd reason. So I had to transfer it to one of the old 120... Or was, it, was it a 120 or was it an 80 gig? I don't know, one of the old iPods, the big fat ones. And we had to use that and then transfer it from the, that onto the iPad and then iPod onto another computer so we could actually uh, output it onto a tape. Uh, I, was a, I, I lost you there. Say that again. The computer wasn't 
because we had a VCR basically hooked up onto the network on these computers, so all the computers could output to one VCR. Mm-hmm. Except the computer I was on wasn't working very well with it. Mm. So I had to go and transfer it because these things, they were the uh, iMacs. And so all they had was the, uh, I think it was just a DVD drive on them or something. Okay. Or Yeah, because we didn't have any portable hard drives or anything with us. So we had to transfer it from that onto an iPod, move the iPod to a different computer, transfer it back off of that, and then transfer it over onto the VCR. So we used it as a storage device. Okay. It just took forever because it was USB. Yeah, well, you've, you've always been able to use the, the iPod as a storage device. I'm saying that, like, they're really just selling you a small storage device, though. I mean, they're, they're like, selling you a, a small hard drive. Not, well, it's actually more of a small flash drive, but... Yeah, well, same difference. But this has got voiceover technology, which speaks the name oh. of track titles, artists, and playlist. Oh, no, you mean like the Nike Plus did? Well, it didn't tell you the names, but it, it did the same kind of thing. Yeah, it spoke the, you've run two miles. You are halfway done. Yeah. Did you actually ever go running with your Nike Plus, Dave? Yeah. Oh. I'm surprised. I took it to class, actually. I think you still have my Nike Plus stuff. I don't believe so. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I lent it to you because you couldn't find yours. I gave all that Nike Plus stuff back to everybody who I borrowed it from. No, you, you never gave me my little thing back. Either the dongle or the thing that goes in the shoe. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's somewhere in my room, back in my parents' place. I see. <laughs> Where, where that is, I don't know. Oh, here's a nice one. I'd get into Seattle at 120. Yeah. But you don't even use your iPod. Why do you need it back? Well, I, I don't need it back. I'm just saying you, you still have it. <laughs> but you said it with an air of, I would like it back now, please. Oh, no, no, no. No, not at all. Okay. I'm pretty sure you don't use it either, though. No, because so, I, mean, I haven't gone wanted, running in a very long time. If you want to give it back, I wouldn't say no, but I, I don't need it back, no. I need, to, I need to get a good <laughs> pair of shoes before I go running. <laughs> All right, so anyway, okay, so music to music videos. Okay. YouTube. Yes. For, blocking. For blocking the records company's channels, basically. Okay. Why? Because, um... There was, a, there was a license agreement. They, they failed to reach a new license agreement between uh, YouTube and PRS, which is uh, Public Radio something. Oh, okay. sorry, the Performing Rights Society. So basically, I think the Performing Rights Society wanted more money for every video played on YouTube, and YouTube's like, no. <laughs> and so YouTube just removed all of the previous... Pre- uh, the music videos basically put out there by the music companies. Interesting. The PRS has asked YouTube to reconsider its decision as a matter of urgency. <laughs> Sucks to be the UK. Well, yeah. I, that, that, that's about all I've, I've got to comment on that story is that YouTube can do what they want. They're Google. Yeah, it's just the, the people are like, we want you to pay this much money. No. YouTube's like, no. What what are you going to do about it, huh? 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 Go go somewhere else? Well, now they actually can. There's there are a bunch of other things. Like what? Uh 
Yes, I, there are so many other things. No, there there are other Flash video hosting sites. I just can't think of them right now. There are so many that it's causing a log jam in your brain. Yes, that's that's exactly Therefore, it. Therefore, none of them are coming out. That's exactly it. So I've got to send you a link, Andy. <laughs> Is it to a... Um... No. Oh. Because that would be kind of funny if you linked me a uh, Flash video place. Nope. But I'm I'm doing that, and then I'm going to go and post it on the website so that people can see it. Because I thought it was pretty cool. It just came up in my newsfeed. You want me to see some of these things that you post that you think are newsworthy, like I, this? Look, it's not uh, it it's not that it's newsworthy. I just think it's interesting. That's what a surprise! A trillion dollars is a lot of money. Yes, but how much? It's a lot. It's an incredible amount. <laughs> this just in, the a sky is huge. My, okay, so I was I was teaching a lesson to my students, right? Not yes, you're, the, you were their teacher assistant, so that would be... Well, actually, I'm their, their teacher, but... So uh, they, they were doing a problem about, about, blah, about passwords, because oh. we were doing combinations and fundamental counting and stuff like that. Okay. And I gave him like a seven character password, I think it was. Let me run something real quick. Uh, calc. Oh, let me grab my password calculator so I can tell you how long it'll be before they break it. Da, 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 da. Brute force calculator. Why do I even have this calculator? I don't know why you have that calculator. So it was it was like a seven character password with numbers or letters available. Upper letters, lowercase letters. Uh, just lower. Just lowercase letters. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it's it's not for a computer. It could do it pretty quickly. Uh, but it comes out to be seventy six billion three hundred sixty four million one hundred sixty four thousand ninety six different passwords. Okay. So how many char- How many uh, length was? Well, how long was that? Seven characters. Seven lowercase characters. Or digits. Or or digits. So it's oh. it's thirty six possible choices. And my, my students said, Well that doesn't seem to be so many <laughs> And I had them work out very quickly, you know, seconds in a minute, minutes in an hour, hours in a day, days in a year. So how many seconds are there in a year? And then I had them figure out, let's say you take an average of five per second which will never, ever, ever happen. No human can continue that rate. And it still takes, like, I think it was 10 years at 5 per second straight. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of combinations. 2,484 years at 5 per I think, uh, no, sorry, 496 years at 5 per second. <sighs> Estimated gross number of hours to brute force crack that password is 102.49 hours. And that's with your computer. Yes. That's seven digit, uh, seven characters long with lowercase letters and numbers. Yeah. It would say, or if you distribute it to a couple of them, it would take, take basically four days. Yeah. Now, and it that's should at, be pointed um, out. That's 17 billion tries an hour. That's four days to find all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could get it on the first one. Yeah. So... Yeah, so my students were were a little astounded by that. A billion is a very large number. A trillion is a thousand of those. Yeah. A trillion is a very very large large number. number. It is an enormous number. (laughs) 
And I think this is just a great visualization of, of how enormous a trillion really is. You know, especially in the movies when they talk about having like a million dollars in a briefcase. Well, yeah, that's all in hundreds. Did that actually work in a briefcase? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, they have a million on here. It's it's actually not that not that big. Mm. You could stuff that into a grocery bag and walk around with it. Speaking of movies, oh, look at that. Mm, that would uh? feel good. Movies. Movies? What about movies? There was a movie done uh, by uh, John Woo. <coughs> yeah. You might know him from doing, like, Face Off and yeah. such. Yeah. He did Stranglehold, right? Well, he the movie was hard-boiled. Movie was hard-boiled. Yes. Okay. And um, instead of doing a sequel to the movie, they did put out the game called Stranglehold. Okay. Which is a sequel to the movie Hard-Boiled. Even the, uh, the PS3 version, the Blu-ray disc, actually came with hard-boiled on the disc. So you could watch why, the movie and then play the game if you wanted to. Why is this linking to missing in action? Um, because the, uh, the, there was the... Look, look at the fourth one down. Fourth, fifth paragraph down. In addition to missing, the writers were penning an adaptation of video uh, game Stranglehold. I see it. For John Woo. Do you yeah. know today is Chuck Norris's birthday? Really? Yeah. Isn't like every day Chuck Norris's birthday? No, but like today really is Chuck Norris's birthday. <laughs> How do you know this? I read it in my newsfeed this morning. Oh, you have the oddest Oh, sorry, yesterday, yesterday was his birthday, March 10th. Do you know how old Chuck Norris is, Andy? Older than the sands of time? Chuck Norris is 69 years old. Older than the sands of time. He looks fantastic for 69. Chuck Norris doesn't age. I have, no, clearly not. His tears cure cancer. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> but he is 69 years old. He looks fantastic. It's because Chuck Norris beat up Father Time. <laughs> All right, we're done, we're done with Chuck Norris. <laughs> I can't okay. take that much longer. <laughs> but so yeah, the the game the the game that's based off of a movie is now going to be turned into a uh, a movie itself. A movie. And full circle. Basically directed by John Woo. What a surprise. Well, that's not too bad. No. He, he's, he's got some good stuff. Yes. I did like Face Off. That was a fun movie. And then the U.S. sadly screwed up and lost some research. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't keep track of your top secret materials. Oops. You lose them and then you can't figure out how you made something. Yep. I've done that before. It wasn't you know top secret and it wasn't part of a nuclear missile. But I, I had a, a program that I wrote once, and I went back and found part of it. And I said, I vaguely remember this, but there's a part missing, and I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> yeah, but it didn't cost you what it was uh, racked up an extra $69 million dollars in order to figure out something they already had figured out. Oops. That's what I call keeping something secret. <laughs> so secret. So secret. We forget about... Okay, yeah. The uh, secret entrance is so secret, even I don't know where it is. We also have some new hard drive, free hard drive benchmarking software. Woo? Yeah, hard. what's wrong with it? We had an entire episode of cool little programs like that. Well, yeah, that was stuff to to basically reformat and... Maintain. Maintain your computer. This... Yeah. What, in case my... Hard drive is not going as fast as it's supposed to go. 
Well, it's just so you've got you you can tell when it's not going as fast as it also comes with a uh, something that helps you uh, repair your discs. HD tune, I think. Oh, okay. I'm reading the bottom of this. It, it talks about something about helping your. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, I yeah, I really don't know. But it's. I think it's it's a it's a cute little program. How is most people don't really care how fast their hard drive is going. No. Although, did you hear about the 216 solid state drive RAID? It was. It wasn't 216. It was 26. Oh, was it 26? Yes, it was 26 okay. solid state drives that they had combined together. Samsung did this. And they loaded the entirety of Microsoft Office in like 15 seconds. Yeah. Not even. They they opened up every single Microsoft Office <laughs> program. They also deleted, I think, every single speech by George Bush or something like that in the matter of seconds. <laughs> it's a cute publicity stunt. It would cost a fortune. Well, of course, because 26 solid state drives. Yep. What was it, six terabytes of data storage? That's still pretty cool, though. Oh. So, do we have anything else? I'm trying to get through this because I'm pretty sure we're running short on time. Well, we're, we're at 57 minutes right now. And we've got to hit the random topic. Um, one thing that Washington honors Penny Arcade Yep. by an actual decree of... Um, the state legislature. Yes. With lots of therefores and... Oh, that's typical. That That's just how the bills are written. Yeah. Uh, ESRB responded to the Utah law that we talked about last time, the one that Jack Thompson helped write. What did they say? Uh, this is bad. <laughs> it, it's the ESRB saying, look, you know, we're working on this. If you do this, then it, it's not going to work the way you want, and it's going to end the... The industry self-regulating, and you don't want to do this. It's kind of funny because they they have no problem with the MPAA self-regulating. They have no problem with the the TV stations basically well, self-regulating. But, no, no. Uh, the MP well the TV yeah, but isn't the MPAA uh, aren't movie theaters legally bound not to sell those tickets to kids underage? No, no. It, it's it's completely voluntary by the. It's an MPAA guideline. Huh. Are you sure? <sighs> I'm going to have to watch. This film is not yet rated again. You know that? Yeah. It wasn't that bad of a movie. It's just... I don't think there's any legal bindings of the uh, movie ratings. Voluntary system operated by the MPAA and the National Association of Theater Owners. Okay. So the theater owners agreed to follow the... MPAA guidelines, but there is no law stating that they have to. Right. It's just like the the like um just like Target and Best Buy and everybody saying that they're not going to carry adult only games, ad- adult only video games. It's basically that sort of connection. Right. So there's no actual legislative law stating it, but for some odd reason, video games all the time, legislative laws. It's very odd. You know, it's probably going to pass Utah, and then someone will challenge it, and it'll go up, and it'll get struck down. Like all of them do. That's that's my guess. All right, do we have anything else? Uh, da, 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 looks like we're pretty good. Oh, broadband, broadband growth. The U.S. sucks in broadband. Nothing's new. <laughs> Actually, no. It uh, they used to be good. 
when broadband first came out. Yeah, the last time the U.S. broadband subscriber growth was on the rise. It's been falling since 2006. So the amount of growth went from uh, 8.5 million customers, new customers in 2007 down to just 5.4 million broadband customers in 2008. Okay. 60, only 67, um, 67.7 million people have broadband. That's it. That's uh, didn't we just talk about how many how much is a billion? Sixty-seven point seven million. Oh, million. Okay, well that's less than a billion. Yes, that is a lot less than a billion. Sixty points. That's I don't even think that's like a. There's a, I swear there are states that have less million people than that, right? Uh, hang on. States by population. Population right now is at three hundred and three million. Well, 304 million. So 67 million divided by 3. California has 36 million people. That is 22% of the U.S. population has broadband, and that's it, which is pitiful. It's twice the state of California. It's still pitiful, though. Yep. It'll get better. And well, yeah, one in ten non-broadband users <laughs> state that the service is simply not available in their area. It'll get better. When? I don't know. Perhaps in ten, thirty, or fifty years. <sighs> you just had to go with that one, didn't you? Uh, well, you really just set it up for me. All right. So Dave uh, preluded to our random topic this week, which I rolled and got. What are computers? What what do we what do we think computers are going to be like in ten, thirty, and fifty years? Um, ten years they're going to be very tiny. Yes, the Moore's law into effect. Sooner they, or later, Moore's law is going to. Well, they you know they keep saying Moore's law is going to run out and it's going to run out and it still hasn't. <laughs> That's because they kind of tweaked Moore's Law to stay. Well, they didn't yeah, really tweak Moore's Law, but they went originally from... Originally, it was like every eight months, and now it's up to every, like, 14 months, I think. But, well, no, it's... They originally was the processor speed is going to double. No, the original was number of transistors. Okay, the number of transistors. So, and basically, they... You reached the limit of speeds, basically, with the Pentium 4 processor. Nothing could go faster than that, because you were at, what, like, four or five gigahertz, something like that? Yeah, somewhere around there. And then they started doing dual core. And, then... and now we're going into quad cores. So we're going to have really cell. tiny computers with lots and lots of cores. Oh, well, no, I think because the cores is going to eventually just happen like the uh, the Hertz did. Are you going to – how can you run out of cores? You just keep on adding more. Well, because at some point you, it, it's not effective to add more. You're right, because you're gonna have to you're gonna have to double the uh, the memory storage. No, beyond that, I mean, programs aren't generally written to run on more than one core. That is true. It doesn't make sense if I have to wait for this calculation to be done over here. I can't do anything with the other core. The only like the the main reason cores are great is for is well not the main reason, but multitasking makes them much nicer. Now, Bry is going to have a field day and try and rip me apart on all this, but most programs have not been written for multi-core. Now, that's just because most programs were written before multi-core was available. Newer programs are certainly written for multi-core, and in fact, newest programs like uh, Adobe CS4, uh, probably the next version of Final Cut Pro, 
not only are for multi-core, but for like multi-chip, where you have the GPU and the CPU both working together. Okay, so in 10 years, we're basically, you're saying we're going to see the end of the multi-core line. I don't know if that one will be the 10-year one, but at some point, there, there will still be multi-core, but it's not going to be this race to the top. All right, so... It's not going to be like new Intel Pentium 5 with 12,000 cores. What are we going to do for the uh, 50 years? Let's just go Let's go for the long distance. What are computers going to be like in 50 years? It'll be in your brain. I could see that. I was actually going to say it would just be mimicking the human brain, but if you just put the computer in there, and then, uh, I, I, then I, I can know Kung Fu. I think it will integrate with your brain. 50 years. I, I can, know I can see Kung that. Fu. Computers haven't... Oh, yeah, I guess they have now been around for 50 years. 1940s. Yeah. So we're hitting 70, actually. 70 years. But I, I think in, in 50 years, it'll it'll be integrated with your body, certainly. Well, think about... Radio's been around for more than 70 years. How How advanced has that gotten? You want to talk about digital transmissions? Okay, yeah. So the digital transmission is newer. The fact that my radio... The, the radio station that I'm, well, actually sitting under broadcasts not only what like what the music is, but it, it broadcasts the, the station name, it broadcasts uh, information, it broadcasts, I mean, they what, can what, broadcast whatever maybe, they want. Maybe the computers are just going to be clouds, and we're going to be basically back to the old central server and terminals. You stole that from me, and you know it. I did not steal that from you. You totally did. That's, no, the, actually, that's, the, classic, I, I that, that's the classic cloud argument. My, my tower that my feet are resting on will be the size of the phone that I'm holding in my hand. I don't want to put my feet down there because I... You'll trip your power. Yeah. Yeah. The tower will be the size of the phone in my hand. Um, and then your phone will be I will be able to plug head. the phone into a keyboard and a monitor and a mouse and whatever else I need. Or actually probably won't even plug it in. It'll probably just all be wireless. You kind of stole that from my 30 years paper. I never read your 30 years paper. Yeah, but we did talk. I talked about what was in my 30 years paper when we talked about what was the future of technology. Uh, We've both had the same ideas for all this, Andy. (laughs) But I had it first. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did not. Yeah, I probably didn't. Quit whining. Meow, 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 meow. It's like a Muppet now. Me, 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 me. Yeah. So 50 years, computers are going to be in our head. Are, they, are we going to have Skynet yet or no? <laughs> what do you mean by that? So, uh, computers that are self-aware, artificial intelligence. Again, I'd have to ask you what, me, what you mean by artificial intelligence. Because now you're getting into philosophy. <laughs> what? The, the classic, I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave, sort of HAL computers. Well, my Are we going to see HAL in 50 can't years? Do things already. I mean, it's like, I can't open that file. It's because it doesn't know how, but... But it's not locking you out of the file for its own... For its own protection? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Andy. What does an antivirus program do? Locks you out of your files for your own protection. Oh, God! Get it off! Get it off! AVG is hell! AVG is hell! <laughs> I can't get it off! It doesn't want me to quit! <laughs> it doesn't... Yes, quit! <laughs> quit! No, why are you still running? I told you to stop running! Right, so... Shut down! You Shut gotta, down! You have to describe what you mean by 
by uh, artificial intelligence. I mean, these are really complex terms in philosophy. What does it mean to be intelligent? What does it mean to be self-aware? What's this My Skype process? Hold on, let me let me shut down this Skype yeah. process. Oh, oh, oh.